listener production. Rate hikes continue to rattle markets. And why was Amcor down almost 10% today? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's the 3rd of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, good afternoon to you, my friend. Good afternoon, Stevie. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Another decline for the Aussie market. Take us through what happened. Yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't a good day on the Aussie market. We started the day lower on the back of declines in overseas markets, which tend to drive what happens in our market, but it only went downhill from there, Stevie. The ASX 200 index slumped by 70 points or close to 1% today to 7,197, and it closed at its lowest levels since the end of March this year. Back-to-back declines of around 1% as well, our worst day since the 20th of March, so has been a bit of a rough ride. And of course, it's a day after the RBA surprised the market with yet another rate hike, the 11th in 12 meetings. And then Governor Philip Lowe said they won't take too long to bring inflation down. And then as you mentioned, US markets didn't do so well. So that never sets us up for uh, a positive trade either. What did you see around the um, across the sectors today? So only two of the 11 sectors managed to rise today, although the lift in consumer staples was only marginal. It was less than a tenth of 1% and telecom was up 0.3%. And it's worth mentioning that those two sectors that rose, they're generally considered defensive sectors, consumer staples, those supermarket chains that you know tend to earn reasonably well, even when things are quite tough. And then also the telcos, you know, the likes of Telstra and the like, you, know, you still end up paying for your mobile phone or NBN and you probably rein in spending somewhere else. Yeah, that's right. But if we look at what was hit worse today, they were energy stocks. Mm -hmm. So the price of oil fell about 5% overnight. So Woodside and Santos were weighing most on the energy sector. They were both down about 2.5%. But we also saw declines in the financial sector. All four major banks lost about 1.8% today. And this is a sector, again, as you mentioned, Stevie, that's sensitive to movements in interest rates. But those declines were also driven by worries about regional banks in the US. And then materials and real estate also fell by close to 1%. But if we look at what was bright in the market today, I know there wasn't much, um, but gold miners, they told a different story. They were the only bright spot amongst the sea of red. They were really on fire today, Stevie. And that's not unusual at all, given what we're seeing across the rest of the market. Usually when the market is retreating, we see investors flee to gold as a safe haven asset. So gains in the price of the precious metal overnight as well to over 2000 US dollars per ounce would have been helpful to lift the sector. In fact, it was eight of the 10 best performers today that were gold miners. Gold Road Resources was the best. It lifted almost 5%. And I actually had a look at what its share price has been doing. It's been trending upwards since around the beginning of February, each week closing at a higher level than the previous week. And I think that's the case with with most of the gold miners, as consumers have a lot of fears lingering around everything else that's going on. But other gold miners, including West African Resources, Silver Lake and Evolution, followed closely behind all lifting by around but what other stocks caught your eye today, Stevie? Uh, Flight Center was was up there at FLT. It rose by more than 2%. It uh, confirmed today in an update that the post-lockdown COVID demand for travel is continuing. So people were locked up at home for such a long time that even even though you know consumers might be reining in their spending, they're still going on, on trips at the moment. And JB Hi-Fi was another, actually. It rose by around 2%. An interesting update from the group. It said that it is seeing demand starting to moderate. So 
sales grew by less than 1% over the past quarter. But importantly, comparable sales or same store sales, that includes basically the same number of stores today to a year earlier. So it's more accurate look at how they're actually doing. That actually declined slightly by a tenth of 1%. So they opened five new stores over the year. That's the reason why we look at that. So that's the more important number. A positive, though, is that there's been growth in market share and the decline in sales perhaps was a little more modest than some had been expecting. Yeah, and on the back of that, we got retail spending figures today, Stevie. They were higher than expected with a lift of 0.4% during March, which was double the expected 0.2% rise. And this shows that consumers haven't stopped spending money on going out to cafes, restaurants and buying takeaway with spending in that category actually hitting a record high. And this shows that people are still wanting to spend money on these kinds of things like eating and drinking out, even with the growing cost of living pressures. But the data showed we are spending less on other retail things like buying new clothes and household items. So that shows consumers are maybe starting to be a bit more cautious. But another stock that caught my eye today was Amcor, which is the world's largest consumer packaging company. It was the worst performer throughout the course of the whole day today. It's usually the case that we see stocks sort of bouncing around and switching positions throughout the day, but Amcor managed to confidently hold that top position as the worst performer today. It was down over 10% at one stage before ending 9.5% lower. And like many other companies lately, Amcor released its third quarter update. It's lowered its earning guidance for the full financial year, saying that earnings per share were now expected to be between 72 and 74 US cents, and that's down from between 77 and 81. It also reported net profits and earnings have declined, and this was mainly because it was selling less but at a higher cost. So that was reflected in net sales revenue going up because they've been passing on that cost of inflation to consumers. And property classified group domain, another underperformer down in the order of 3%. It flagged higher cost and it flagged lower margins as well. It blamed this mainly on the fact there are just fewer properties going up for sale. So obviously a group like domain or REA group, they want as many properties going up for sale as possible as they earn money on, on each of those going onto their website. And this is largely due to higher interest rates. We've had 11 rate hikes now in 12 meetings, as I said, but also lower consumer confidence. There are just fewer people keen on putting their properties up for sale in this type of environment, perhaps. Just the last stock I want to mention is Polynovo. It's a medical device company. It primarily develops products for soft tissue regeneration. They fell almost 1% yesterday and it's down another 6.2% today. Interestingly, that's actually off the back of yesterday's positive announcement that it made its first sales for its new product a lot faster than expected and also posted record monthly sales for another one of its products. And looking ahead, quite a busy tail end to the week, of course. What would you be looking at? I think the main thing for investors to keep an eye out for is the Federal Reserve. So they're having their second day of their policy meeting and they'll come to an interest rate decision at 4am local time tomorrow morning. And the Fed is the Federal Reserve. This is the US equivalent of our Reserve Bank in Australia. They set interest rates. They don't do it every month. They do it roughly eight times a year. So they're roughly something like six or so weeks apart. And that's going to be important. We could get a quarter of a percent rate hike, as you said. There'll be some other things to watch. Plenty of profit results from groups like Barrett Gold, 
Yum Brands, which is behind KFC, Estee Lauder, Uber, WWE for those who like wrestling as well. That would be a good one. (laughs) I'll be looking out for that. Of course. That's why I mentioned (laughs) it. And tomorrow we've got NAB out with profit results. That's going to be a big one. Half year results. Rio Tinto will hold an annual meeting and TPG as well will hold an AGM. So pretty busy tail end to this week. Yeah, we'll keep our eyes out for that. And the other thing just to mention in Australia tomorrow is international trade figures for March. They're scheduled to be released as well. So, CV, it's been another great day with you today. It's always a pleasure, my friend. We'll do this again tomorrow. See you tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.